Hi, I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins from FinancialJuneteenth.com, and you know that at Financial Juneteenth, we encourage economic empowerment through financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and combating workplace discrimination. I am here with uh, a, a, I would call him a young brother, but I don't even want to uh, describe it that way because I told him that he, he makes me think he's an OG because he's done so many things. Uh, Albert Phillips. Albert Phillips is the CEO of MoreThanClothing.com. That's MoreThanClothing.com. Uh, he, but he's not just a, a businessman. He's also uh, He's also Afrocentric in terms of caring about black people in, in the United States and around the world. So he is a unique soldier in that way. And I want to uh, reach out to my brother and ask him, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Flex. Good, good. Well, I'm glad to, to have you here. Now, you, uh, I guess we, we can start. I, you know, before we get to more than clothing, I want to start with uh, where I where I originally uh, became, got a chance to be exposed to you. Uh, you and I kind of run in that same space. We're both... Um, part of the black knowledge family created by yeah. Jamal Brewer, uh, who's a great visionary and a real good brother. Uh, we're both, uh, ex- extreme, uh, admirers of Dr. Umar Johnson, no matter what anybody else says, we, yeah. we love what this brother is doing. Uh, it doesn't mean you agree with everything that a brother says, but it, it, it certainly means that we support him and his effort to build a school for black boys. And, and I know I'd support him to the end of time. Uh, but also, uh, even going before that, you uh, were one of the managers of of, of a group that of, of young girls that I was so impressed with called Watoto from the Nile. Uh, now I have talked about this group um, in a lot of different contexts. Uh, you know, I, I'm talking about I've told family members about them. I have uh, talked to other artists about them. Uh, I talked to uh, I interviewed a brother by the name of D One who made a song about Little Wayne, and it was one of the great hip hop songs of all time. I don't know, did you see that by chance? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and I and, and when I was talking to him, you know, before the interview, I talked to him about Watoto. I said that's the only other video I've seen about Little Wayne that did as well as his. Um, can you tell me about that group and and what that group's all about? Sure. Well, Watoto from the Nile. Uh, Watoto is a Swahili word for children. So it, it literally translates translates into children from the Nile or of the Nile, and they are a, a great Afrocentric, uh, community centered, community driven um, group of. Uh, it was young men and women um, at one point. Mostly right now is is young women, and they do um, R and B, they do hip hop, and they they take a lot of songs that are on the radio, you know, that are generally self destructive, uh, very genocidal, violent, you know, a lot of high high sex kind of songs, you know, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, you name them. And they take the songs and they put a positive message because um, they believe the production is great on a lot of these songs. You know, the beats are jamming, got everybody head nodding. So what if we put some positive lyrics to these songs? So they came out um, around about 2009, 2010. Um, that's when the, the Lil Wayne record that they put out really took off. And, and, you know, none of us really expected it to take off. We just, we put the song out. We, we knew it was something great. Um, it was, uh, and we had remixed um, one of Little Little Wayne songs that was really popular at the time, and we put it out, and the internet just went crazy. You know, it got on World Star, it got on um, a lot of these hip hop blogs and websites. They got a lot of uh, a lot of press. You know, a lot of people want to do interviews and stuff like that, and so they just took that momentum and ran with it. Um, they they put out two mixtapes that are available for free on datpiff.com, that's D-A-T-P-I-F-F.com. People want to go in there and download the, those, those music, that music, and they also are working on putting out an album soon. Mm. Yeah, they, um, you know, I, I remember just on YouTube alone, I could have sworn I saw a, video, a version of the video that had almost a million views, and that yeah. was just on YouTube. I mean, all the other sites, I imagine, led to the several millions, and, and they deserved it. I mean, they, these, these young ladies are not just... Uh, 
uh, conscientious, but they're extremely talented. And uh, I, I was, in fact, just today I put a song on their wall, uh, the, the one that they did, I Won't Quit. And oh, I, yeah. And I, I love that song because it's a great song to listen to, but the message is so powerful, and it, and it links into so many things that I've been talking to people about recently. Uh, when I talked to psychologist Dr. Monica Ogando, she said that when you repeat a chorus, it's mm-hmm. going to sink into your subconscious. So yeah. whether you're repeating, I won't quit, I won't quit, I won't quit, that's going to sink in. Or if you're repeating, all I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe, the two chain <laughs> song, that's going to yeah. sink into your conscious. So we got to really think about what we're consuming as people, what we're not just physically eating, but what we're psychologically eating. And a lot uh-huh. of a lot of people out here trying making money feeding us poison. So, mm-hmm. so I, I love Wototo, and, and I'm going to just say right now before we move on to everybody watching, Please, please, please don't do not underestimate your role in supporting this. We are part of a um, we're part of a war right now. The war for the souls of our children. Everybody's a soldier. So go go to the website. What's the, the site again? They that, can go to datpiff.com. D a t p i f f dot com, and you search Watoto from the Nile, and both of their mixtapes will come up. They're absolutely free, and I encourage you to go download them. There you go. Download it. It's, it's free, so you ain't got no excuse. Uh, yeah. But download it for your kids. I guarantee you, you will love the music. You will love it as if as if it was made by Two Chains or somebody else. You know, they, 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 there's talent all over the place. So, so, uh, and in fact, I don't recommend listening to Two Chains. I don't, I don't, I don't mess with <laughs> that stuff. But, uh, yeah. but okay. So, so let's move on to the next thing. Um, uh, let's talk about your company. And then we'll, we'll talk. We'll sort of integrate that with with some other ways that we know each other. Now, morethanclothing.com. Uh, now, you you graduated just a few years ago from Morgan State University with, with a degree in journalism. So you're yep. an educated brother. Uh, you're involved in the community. You told me you work with uh, a program called the Choice Program, uh, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about that as well. Uh, but morethanclothing.com. The name almost sounds self-explanatory. More than clothing. What is the more? The more is. The power that we put into our clothing, you know, I, I, I when I see clothing, uh, well, backtrack. When I even think of just T-shirts and how I really got into this, just looking at clothing and seeing ways that not only I can make it better. So I, I started to look at clothes like, you know, what if I change that font? What if I put the logo right there? Or what if I change the color scheme? And that kind of extended to, well, what if this clothing really represented us? You know, what what if what if we really created clothing? that could give back to the community, that could be just as fly and just as nice and just as good quality as all the other stuff, but we know where it comes from. We know the owners. You know, we can call up the owners and talk to them and see kind of like what the vision is for this clothing. So that's what it was all about. It was all about giving back to the community, um, also creating inexpensive apparel, something that's fresh, um, art. You know, I'm working with local graphic designers. I got printers working with me. so. The whole vision for more than clothing is just for people to represent something that's literally more than clothing. Um, uh, one of the initiatives that I want to help fund is a uh, it's a local market, uh, black-owned market, and it's in the middle of a food desert. You know, and people that don't they don't necessarily know what that means is that it's very hard to find fresh fruits and vegetables in that area. So I said, look, how about you know a portion of a, a shirt go towards that? Another another um. Uh, initiative that I want to support is, is a school, independent school called Insaroma Academy. And you're an educator, so you probably can tell me on your hand how many schools you know that teach yoga to young children, young black children, that teach meditation, you know, that teach martial arts, on top of all the other stuff. Um, but they're teaching them a holistic way of educating 
children. You know, they're teaching them drumming. It's, it's amazing what I see these young people do. Um, so that's another initiative. And then another one is the Great Blacks and Wax Museum here in Baltimore City. And I remember going there as a child and learning about my history and culture. They have a slave ship kind of exhibition there where you can go through there. You can see some wax figures kind of depicting what we had to go through, the lynching, the castration, uh, the, 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 you know, the molestation, all of this stuff that we had to go through is there. And it, and it takes you through a cycle. You know, it goes to the civil rights movements, the human rights movements. Uh, it goes all the way up. You know, they even have a depiction of Obama there. Um, so it's, it's a very good educational place to go. So, I mean, these places sound brilliant to me. You know what I mean? They are places that I feel like our people need to support. And so I said, how can we make it twofold? How can you buy some thought-provoking, you know, innovative clothing and also give back to your community? And that was the vision for morethanclothing.com. Wow. Okay. So more than clothing, uh, sounds like it's a lot more than clothing. So, so you're talking about um, so creating a business that's built around uh, returning some of that revenue uh, to the community in terms of these projects that will enhance the lives of people around you. Now, when you talk about the, the getting the grocery store in the food desert, um, I understand exactly what you mean. We uh, a couple few years ago we were trying to get a grocery store in a food desert in Syracuse, and it was a lot of work. I mean, we finally got it done, but it was very difficult, and I just couldn't understand why uh, all these grocery store distributors wouldn't didn't want to just go ahead and you know scoop up all that money that people were ready to spend in these neighborhoods and. And, uh, and and also just, you know, when I look around Chicago and I see certain areas uh, where people are more impoverished, not only are the grocery stores lacking, but uh, sometimes the quality of the uh, of the store is just not what you see yeah. when you go to the suburbs or to the wealthier side of town. You know, and I think that's uh, that development is uh, it's a challenge and it also sounds like it's an opportunity. Is, is, that, is that what you've noticed? Yeah, yeah the, the, the market is up and running. Um, I've seen the owners, and they're, they're very nice people. It's a very nice place to go. You know, they have most of the things that you find at your traditional grocery store or supermarket, uh, but they're just in an area that really, really needs it. And I feel like they need, you know, our support. Absolutely, absolutely. So, how, how's your business gone so far in, in terms of, you know, uh, making enough money to do what you got to do? I know you're a young guy. You, uh, you know, finished school not too long ago, and I, I don't know if, about you, but. And, you know, in my family, I, I, most of us were trained, like a lot of black people, to go to school, get an education so you can get a job working for the white man. Uh, yeah. it, it, what, what happened on your path and what, what was your original plan and did that change along the way for you? So going to college, initially I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I liked to write. Um, so I wanted to get in something geared towards writing. Um, so when I went to Morgan State University and I got into the journalism program, and I started to meet uh, the professors and how they infuse journalism with, with black culture and history, which a lot of professors do at HBCUs um, in particular. But I just thought it was amazing, you know, the stories that they told and the, the, the things that they went through, you know, trying to report stories and try to cover different things involving our people. So I thought that was really cool. So I, I, um, I went to school for journalism. I uh, did some freelance work for the Afro-American newspaper here in Baltimore, uh, where I covered some, some great stories. Um, I also did some online uh, freelance work for NewsOne.com. Um, I have a piece that's in uh, uh, Enterprise Magazine, uh, where I covered 
uh, a black-owned uh, vegetarian restaurant in, in Baltimore City. Um, something that's unknown of, you know, people think black people don't even eat vegetables, so <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a great story. Most of the black people I saw today were, were eating chicken and ribs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no Inclu- salad. Including myself, I, I can't even yeah. talk. I did, eat my, yeah. I did eat some salad and veggies, but I had my chicken and ribs. Continue, brother. My, right. my <laughs> no, nah, no problem. So, um, so mostly when I graduated, I did a lot of freelance work um, in that arena. So... Then I kind of transitioned into uh, nonprofit where I work now, like I like I mentioned earlier, for the Choice Program, where I work with inner city youth, and I try to help them brush up on their professional skills. You know, a lot of youth say that they want to get a job, they want to make money, they want to do this, they want to do that, but they don't even know how to interview well. You know, they don't know how to do a resume. They've never done an application. Um, you know, a lot of times a parent might not have time or might not even care that they know how to do these basic skills. So I work with the youth on that. Um, so I'm a job coach and a mentor to, to many great young people um, with, with great ideas, with great skills, and they just need a little help, you know, just like I did, just like we all do. Um, so I do that. And, uh, you know, on top of the, the fundraising effort that I'm doing right now for More Than Clothing. So the company hasn't officially launched. Um, I just I, I did a I did a um, a fundraiser through Teespring.com, um, and that's a place where it's similar to a Kickstarter or any other crowdfunding website where you can put your designs on a shirt, and you can you know let's say you want to sell 20 shirts, so if you sell those 20 shirts, they'll print them and they'll ship them for you, um, so it's no upfront cost. So I did that just to kind of see what people thought about some of my designs, what people thought about some of my ideas for clothing. And what they represented, and most people really enjoyed them. Um, you know, I sold quite a few shirts that way, and so I said, "Well, let's launch this into a full-fledged clothing line uh, where people can go online and they can purchase the clothing. We can ship it right to them." So mm. that's the whole story. Well, I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, it reminds me of another great black T-shirt company, Dangerous Negro. Uh, if you, if oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, Trey, do you know Trey Baker by chance? Uh, one of the founders. Yeah, I do. I do. He he worked with me. Uh, well, I used uh, I still manage uh, another um, online venture, RealitySpeaksBookstore.com, and he actually helped us with uh, creating kind of like the template for our new website that's going to be launching next year uh, for that business. So he's a great guy. I love his clothing, and you know my idea and his ideas are right along now, you know the same path. Yeah, I really respect Trey a lot because Trey is uh he's very close to my brother. Um, you know, Trey I I respect Trey because he's he's very well educated. If not if I'm not mistaken, I think he went to Harvard. But uh yeah. but he he cares deeply about his community and he's absolutely determined to bring that skill back to his people, which you don't see that with a lot of folks. You see a lot of folks going to, to the corporate route, the you know, the, the, the big firm route, which which is fine. I mean I'm not necessarily criticizing that. But I think people should consider the idea that the reality that's presented to you may not be the best reality for you. That if you are stressed out in the life that you're living, there might be a better life out there for you that might be outside of the plantation. And the other thing I like about Trey that I, that I just think is remarkable is Trey thinks really big. Like I, I still remember when Trey, <laughs> Trey said, he always sends me these emails with, with these, I mean, big ideas. This is what tells me his brother's going to be a billionaire one day or something. But he he um he sent me over a proposal, a very serious proposal on how uh, how black people could buy the the uh, 
the uh, what's that? The Los Angeles Clippers during the Donald Sterling. Oh thing. yeah. And then he, he had yeah. sent me something else about how black people could form their own political party. I mean, most of Trey's ideas are very big and grand and uh, very intelligently designed, and 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 it's unfortunate that uh, you don't have these Silicon Valley people that you know where they'll they'll give these these young white entrepreneurs three million dollars to implement their idea i think a guy like trey literally could take a three three million dollars in seed funding and turn that into a 200 million dollar company maybe maybe a billion i don't know um and so we've got a lot of brilliance like that out there yourself included um now uh, I want to talk for a second about you know Dr. Umar Johnson and uh, his he's running a project uh, in which he's raising money for a school for black boys. Uh, Dr. Johnson is is an interesting guy because it seems like people a lot of people really 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 love him, and then recently you've had people that that really really have an issue with him. Uh, what is your take on Dr. Johnson, and, and how do you feel about him uh, building the school and everything he's working on? Well, I think uh, Dr. Umar Johnson is a brilliant scholar. Um, I think that he. Uh, he, he put out their work um, about the drugging of uh, of our youth, uh, particularly our young boys. And I think he exposed a lot of information that people knew, but they just couldn't connect the dots. Um, they couldn't see how, just like people, um, you know, sometimes they can't see how the prison industry ties in with the educational system, ties in with the healthcare system. Tie, you know, tie, everything ties in. I think Dr. Umar Johnson does a great job at that, um, especially in his presentations. And I think the idea for building a school exclusively for black boys is great. You know, um, black boys, they, they need a lot of uh, individual, uh, personal help with their development. And I think that an institution designed around that will be extremely uplifting. You know, especially when we think about generations and generations from now, how this type of school can really impact our community. So I'm, I'm all in support of Dr. Umar Johnson. I know he has a lot of critics. But they say when you're doing the right thing, you know, you're always going to get a lot of critics. You're always going to get uh, people with opinions. Um, and I, you know, for everybody that has an opinion, where's your school? You know, where's your, where's your idea for institution? You know, I, I, I would love to see what you're doing, you know, to kind of match, you know, what this brother is, is, is dreaming. So I encourage everybody to check out Dr. Umar Johnson. Well, you know, I, um, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that... Um, what we have to realize is that you don't have to agree with every position a person has to support some of what they do. I mean, you know, uh, we get to the point where we think that because we disagree with a person on one issue, that they're just beyond redemption. That literally, because I don't like that last thing that you said, that that nullifies every single thing you've done good for the world for anybody, and you have no right to do any more good for the world. And I've I've had some. I'm I'm bringing that up because. Uh, Dr. Johnson's kind of in our circle, in our space. You know, a lot of people hang out on the uh, Black Knowledge page run by Jamal Brewer and, and some other uh, people, including yourself. And uh, Dr. Johnson is somebody whose uh, content and work is constantly exposed there. And I think that's a wonderful thing because I think that we don't support men like Dr. Johnson. We know society will not. We know that white America will not. And to some extent, you can almost argue that white America should not because Dr. Johnson does something that... Uh, that many black leaders do not do, which is he truly empowers black people. And mm-hmm. when you're truly empowering black people, you are taking away, uh, you're, you're biting away at white supremacy. And so why would whites want to give away that kind of power? You know, they, they've got the resources, they've got the political power, they're controlling everything, they're controlling us, they're telling us what to think, what to do, how to live. Why would they want to give that power away? You have to take it away. And that's what I like right. about Dr. Johnson, he takes it away. 
Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, people in the age of Obama, you know, people want to act like racism was like this old thing back in the 60s, um, as if it, you know, it disappeared. And um, I just think that he does a great job at, at exposing it. You know, he does a great job at educating people. And, um, you know, the business, uh, realityspeaksbookstore.com, um, you know, with me and Brother Jabari, we spoke of earlier, you know, we brought a lot of tremendous scholars to town um, to talk about different issues like that, from, from Dick Gregory, the legendary comedian, to uh, Dr. Francis Crest Welsing, to, to uh, you know, Neely Fuller, to a lot of scholars who really talk about racism and, and hit it hit on. And that's why I really respect a brother like him. Yeah, I respect him too, you know, and, um, and 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 he was just on my mind because uh, because I, I had a big fight with with a friend about this, and it was a private fight, so I can't I can only you know reveal so much, but uh, but but literally uh, this person told me that uh, she said, well, I, if I had known that you support a bigot like Dr. Umar Johnson, I never would have supported your new paradigm event, and I said, what does one have to do with the other? So you're telling me that I don't deserve your support for the things I'm trying to do for my community because you're upset that I support one thing being done by another person that you don't agree with. I said, that's, I said, that's, that's a, that's a form of terrorism when you're going around destroying things that carry an ideology that you're not a hundred percent in lockstep with that's terrorism. I mean, what what does a terrorist do? A terrorist blows things up and destroys that which does not agree with their ideology. So I said, you're, 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 you're trying to destroy, but you're not even trying to rebuild. You're not trying to replace this with anything that's equally viable. I don't see you out here trying to raise $5 million for, for, uh, for black boys. You know, you're working right. at your, your big, cushy university, making your money teaching white kids. He's out here in the trenches trying to help these kids that really need it. So I told her to go to hell. I mean, and, and I, I just had <laughs> to be honest. I, I said, you know, if, if, if that's the price of our friendship, then obviously we can't be friends. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, I've heard you say so many things that I didn't agree with, but never once did I say, I can't support you in anything you do because you said something I agree with. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's wrong, you know. So, uh, so I, I wanted to bring up Dr. Johnson because you, I know you and I both know him and respect him, and I wanted to just kind of lay that out there. Uh, you know, in this war that we are in for our children, for our future, for our community, uh, we have to support the builders who are building for the next generation. Uh, that's why I respect you so much because you are building for the next generation. I, I don't care if your your company makes a million dollars a year or zero dollars a year. You're building something. So when you are able, when you retire and you're, you're done, you'll pass something to your children. A lot of these folks sitting in these corporate jobs, uh, you know, they're going to get a gold watch on retirement day, a thank you, and somebody will be sitting in the same seat five days after they're dead. You know, yep. so so my argument is that we have to support each other. Uh, we've got to support those who are trying to escape from the plantation and those who are trying to do great things, man. And you're, you're certainly at the top of that list. So I, I'm going to go down the list, and I want you to make sure uh, – I want you to let me know if I miss anything. Uh, I want everybody to go to morethanclothing.com, and you can support Mr. Phillips' business. Just make a donation. I don't care if you leave $5, $10, $100. Uh, remember that uh, that every other day we're, we're donating money to Walmart and Target and, and Kmart and all these companies that are doing nothing for our community. So why not give a few dollars to somebody who's going to do something to, for your community? Uh, he also is uh, one of the owners of the realityspeaksbookstore.com. It's realityspeaksbookstore.com. Go there, buy a book, 
support, make a donation, do what you got to do. We got to support each other. Uh, he's also uh, one of the managers. He, he's just doing so many things. I'm literally <laughs> having to. I literally had to take notes to make sure I didn't miss anything, so I didn't screw this up. Uh, his, the group is called Watoto from the Nile, and, and if I get a chance yep. to edit this video, I might pop in a little snippet of their their music so you can hear it. Uh, these young ladies are so talented. Um, I wish I could put them on the radio in every stage, every city in America, because believe me, if they were on the radio in every city in America, you would literally see. A, Three, four hundred thousand young black children living a different future than they're mm -hmm. going to live by watching BET every other day. So, uh, so please support all those three things. Join this fight. We again, we are in this war. We need every soldier to show up. Don't be scared. Uh, I'll let you get the last word, brother. Do you have any other thoughts? Did I miss anything? Nah, you got it all, man. I just want to say um, I appreciate you for for having me on the show. Um, um, it's, a, it's a great, great thing that great forum that I think our people need. Um, you know, your Black World initiative that you got going on is great. Um, and I, I just want our people to really, really consciously make an effort to give back to your community. Even if it's not more than clothing.com. You feel like, you know what? That's not the thing for me. I need you to go in your community, look around, look at the problem, look at what you can do, and do it. That's all I want to say. There you go. All right. You, well, you said it all, man. Well, uh, I, I'm definitely um, uh, honored to have a chance to talk to you, Mr. Phillips. Everybody, this is Albert Phillips. Uh, you, uh, please go check him out at morethanclothing.com. And uh, also, if you have any other questions or want to reach out and connect, you can connect with me, and I'll connect you with him. And uh, he's doing big things, so so keep your eye on his brother. He, he's headed right to the top. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Phillips. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. And uh, thank you, all, thank you all for checking us out at financialjuneteenth.com, where we encourage Black economic empowerment through financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and combating workplace discrimination. I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins, and until we meet again, please stay strong, be blessed, and be educated. We are gone. Peace.